Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson of the Payadas Baptist Church in Payadas, Philippines, and this is Ya Think. Today I want to talk to you about being at the edge of the storm. At the edge of the storm. Uh, we know that in, in actual uh, storms, Sometimes you could be afraid. Sometimes you might think your house will be blown over or your windows busted out or, or your farm destroyed or whatever. <coughs> and uh, this is pretty much what we're talking about, being afraid of when these storms happen to you and not necessarily weather storms but any kind of trouble. In Matthew 8.23 it says, and when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. So here they are, the apostles are in the, in the ship, and the, it's starting to churn up the waters. They, they say it's a tempest, it's a... Uh, a great tempest, which is a storm in the sea. And uh, and they were getting covered with water. I mean, the water was actually hitting them. They were getting wet. But Jesus was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us. We perish. They were afraid they were going to die. And Jesus said unto them, Why are ye fearful? O ye of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Now I'm not going to tell you that these people weren't just justified, rather, in being afraid. They seen this terrible thing. They were actually getting wet. Maybe they had to hold on so they wouldn't be pulled out into the sea. But I want to tell you what this is about, more of what this is about. It's about having faith. And faith is something you need to build up. You need to encourage. You need to enhance. You need it to become great inside you. When you first get saved, you have faith that God has saved you. And then as you go along, you might have these doubts. Did I really get saved? Is this really true? And then as you study the word of God, you get stronger and you know without a doubt that you're saved. But do you know without a doubt that God is in absolute charge of your life? That's what we're gonna talk about. That's what this problem is. The problem wasn't uh, that the storm was there. The problem was that they thought the storm could beat them. And let me tell you this, I don't know how long they were with the Lord at this point, but that's a scary situation. And I think Jesus was telling them, look, if you stick with me, if you put everything into it, you'll start believing the storm is nothing. Even if it kills you, the storm is nothing. Isn't that something? Can you believe like that? 
Today I want to speak about the edge of the storm, that point in your troubles where you forget about the God who loves you and you pay homage, special honor or respect, shown publicly to the storm. You pay homage to the storm. Isn't that what you're doing? When the storm frightens you, when the storm makes you cower, whatever it is, your bills, your sickness, your troubles, uh, aren't you paying homage to that problem? We all start off like the disciples. We follow Jesus. We agree to that as part of our repentance and willingness to put Jesus as Lord and we will follow him. Now, if you follow a lion tamer, you have to know that you will encounter lions. And if you follow a snake charmer, you will be around snakes. But how about if you follow Jesus? In John 16:33, it says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have what? Peace. <clears throat> when these things happen to you, you will have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So there may be trouble, but you should be of a good cheer. You should have peace knowing that Jesus has overcame the world. Acts 14.22 Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. God never said we're not going to have any pain, any suffering. God said he will bring us through it. And as you can see, those who follow Jesus will have tribulation. Tribulation simply means trouble. I believe all tribulation is a test of our resolve. Not for God to see how we do it. He already knows that. But for us to see how we will get over it. A chance for us to look at ourselves. To see if we're the men and women that God wants us to be or not. How are you in tribulation? This was no small storm. The Bible says in Matthew 8, 24, And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch as the ship was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. When we see the storm, we either relax and want, wait on God, or we panic. The disciples panicked. Do you notice it said Jesus was asleep? When we have trouble, we always wonder why God doesn't hear us. There is the test. Jesus could sleep because he knew it was all under control. His disciples didn't know this. Oh, they heard it before. But when it came down to it, they didn't trust what was inside of them. When we realize, I mean really realize, that God has it all under control, we will also be at peace and also will be able to rest. Elijah did 
so many great things because of his faith in the Lord. But when he was threatened by Jezebel, he lost it and wished he was dead. He ran and he hid. You see, he took his eyes off the God who did everything for him and who had everything under his control and he paid homage to Jezebel. Little did he know that the greatest thing that would happen to him would soon happen. He was to be taken up to heaven in a whirlwind. I told you about the one who attempted to swim the English Channel. Well, she had a boat next to her for her safety's sake and she started swimming. And after a while the fog rolled in, it was so heavy she couldn't see. She gave up. Just as she climbed into the boat, the fog lifted and she could see the shore. Ah, if only we could see the ending of it all. Then we would not mind so much. Yet knowing that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord, we should relax in that fact. So let's talk about this. <coughs> Excuse me. Have you ever had the uh, rent due and you had no way to pay it? Or had no food in the house, I had no money to buy it. I remember one time when I was single, I had no money at all and I was so hungry. Oh, I could have ate the chair. And I prayed to God, I said, God, you know I'm hungry and I need a food. Will you help me? That's all I said. Very simple things, something like that anyway. As soon as I was done praying, the doorbell rang. And I went downstairs and it was a friend of mine. And he wanted to know if I was going over to my girlfriend's house, which later became my wife, and uh, he was going to give me a ride. I said, no, 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 no thanks. I said, uh, I, I got to do something. So he left, and when I looked down, there was an envelope on the floor. Now, I don't know if he put it or somebody else put it, but when you think about it, God put it. God made things happen. So I opened up the envelope and it said, the father told me to give you this, and it was $25. And I went to the pizza place. No, I didn't, I didn't send them away. I said, wait a minute, and I read, the, I read the paper. And once I read it, I said to him, you could take me someplace, take me to the pizza place. I wanted to get pizza, I was starving. That's a miracle, folks. You could say, oh no, somebody knew you needed money and gave it to you. Yeah, God told them. God told them to give me money. You don't realize that every good thing is a gift from the Father of Shadows, the one you can't see, but you know he's there. All right, every good gift comes down from heaven. And so you have to realize when good things happen, say, thank you, Lord. Say you just, I don't know, sometimes I watch my kids getting along together and laughing and pushing each other. And I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving me these kids who love each other. Thank you for giving me such a good family. Uh, you could say it was all the kids. Uh, no, the kids just behaved themselves. No, 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 no. They did this because God and the Spirit of God 
was in them. Don't you understand? When you start understanding that everything good is from God, you will start having peace in the storms. Because you will know that God is in charge of all things in your life. And when you come across different things, you're going to say to yourself, God has this under control. God can fix this thing. I will wait on the Lord my God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. All these things will come before your face. Well, folks, if you believe this, if you concentrate on thanking God when good things are gone, waiting on God when hard times have come, and responding to God when he tells you what to do, you're going to do all right. Just do that, all right? Well, I pray, God, that you will take care of these, your servants, Lord. You will give them strength to do what you want them to do. And be overcome, as Lord God, as you have overcome. If you need to talk to me, you can just email me at 7101 at USA.net. 7101 at USA.net. Drop me a line. I'd like to hear from you. And until then, we'll see you next time.